Welcome to the Purpose Project XXI podcast, the podcast designed to help men live purposeful, impactful, and fulfilled lives. This is your host and founder of Purpose Project XXI, Ozzy Ortiz. A legend and a leader in the hotel world. Horace Schulte's teaching and vision have reshaped the concept of service and hospitality across industries. Mr. Schulte's professional life began more than 65 years ago as a servant's assistant in a German resort town. He would go on to become one of the founding members of the Ritz-Carlton Hotel Company in 1983. There, Mr. Schulte created the operating and service standards that have become world famous. During his tenure at the Ritz-Carlton, Mr. Schulte served as president and COO responsible for the $2 billion operation worldwide. It was under his leadership that Ritz-Carlton Hotel Company became the first service-based company to be awarded the prestigious Malcolm Baldridge National Quality Award twice. After leaving the Ritz-Carlton Hotel Company, Mr. Schulte went on to found the Capella Hotel Group. This ultra-luxury hotel company managed some of the most elite properties worldwide and gave Mr. Schulte the opportunity to further define the luxury hotel industry, receiving countless awards and recognitions. Today, Mr. Schulte serves as expert in residence at Argent Tower, a boutique organizational strategic consulting firm. He also recently completed his first book entitled Excellence Wins. And it is this man and this book that has shaped so much of who I am today and the mission of Purpose Project XXI. Up until now, he has been a mentor far off, but not anymore. So here is my conversation with Mr. Schultzing, one of my mentors. Mr. Horst Schultzing, thank you so much for being with me. It's an honor. Truly, it's an honor to have you on this podcast. And I'm delighted to be with you. Thank you so much. I know it's been um. It's been a while since we talked. We talked uh, probably a couple years ago over the phone, a very short conversation that I don't know if you quite remember, but it was, it was a huge honor to be able to talk to you back then. I was the first time I talked to you, I hadn't even started the Purpose Project XXI yet. And so now I'd love to talk to you about just some different topics, just a little bit of an introduction. And this is how I want to set up our time together. So if you bear with me just a minute, I want to set it up this way so we know where we're going and the listeners know where we're going with our conversation. So at Purpose Project, we, we are on a mission to see a generation of young men living with purpose, making a positive impact, and experiencing fulfilled lives. We have developed 21 principles that, we serve, that, that are going to serve as a framework for the modern man. Now, the, the principles, the 21 principles are broken down into three categories equally, seven principles dealing with pursuing a higher purpose and calling seven principles on how we can relate with one another, basically our relationships, and then seven on stewarding our bodies well, basically taking care of ourselves well, body, soul, and spirit. Now, full transparency for everyone who's listening and for you, Mr. Schulte, uh, I did not come up with these principles. I did not pull these out of thin air myself. These are principles that I've collected over the years from the mentors that I've had in my life. Now, some of these mentors I got to meet in person, some of them have mentored me through their writings and through their books and through their teachings, and they've influenced me in, in just massive ways. And so these principles I've developed from the teachings that I've gathered from them. And of course, the application of these principles has given me even more insights onto 
how to apply them, how to create disciplines that will help us unpack these principles. Now, I have to say that I'm honored to say that you are one of those mentors, Mr. Schulte, that has influenced me in a big way, both Thank professionally you. and personally. And now I have the privilege of meeting you and sitting down with you in person. So you're no longer a mentor that I have not met. Now you're a mentor that I have met. And the two principles that I'd like for us to unpack, Mr. Schulte, is principle number 19, which is pursue excellence, and principle number 21, which is be a gentleman. Now, Mr. Schulte, I know that you are a sought-after speaker for professional and corporate settings. Now, that's your, that's your niche is business and leadership and, of course, hospitality. And you are an authority, and you've literally written the book on leadership, on customer service, on business and leadership. But today, I'd like to ask you to speak for a different leadership form or style, and that's self-leadership. With the work that we're doing with the Purpose Project, we want to bring value to the individual. We want to encourage the individual personally to apply these principles so that they can experience purpose and fulfillment. So let's take these principles out of the boardroom and let's bring them into the dorm room. If you're a college student, let's bring them into the living room. If you're, you live in a house and you have a family. So Mr. Schulte, let's go ahead and uh, I'll throw it over to you now. The principle that we have 19 is, is pursue excellence. So obviously that is the name of your title. The book title is Excellence Wins. And we'll get to that in a little bit, but why is excellence so important? And the big question that I know a lot of young people are asking, including myself, because I'm still a millennial, uh, what's in it for me? So why is excellence important? And why is, what's in it for me if I pursue excellence? Yeah, it's kind of interesting that, yeah, that's the millennials in, in the service show that the millennials thinks there are two key elements in the millennials. And one thing is they're saying what's in it for me and the other way they said, do it my way. Mm. Uh, do it my way. That's kind of the interesting uh, individualization, which will, which we have to understand that will take hold more and more in business It's not anymore general creation, but individualization. But anyway, excellence. Yeah. I mean, why, why is it, why is it important? I, I mean, it, you, you don't want to sentence yourself to a life of mediocrity. That's a morass that label, unfortunately people are in uh, excellence to pursue excellence is, is to say, I will do things, not just for doing them, but to create at the same time. It doesn't matter what you do. In leadership, you touched on that. Leadership, leadership. I mean, when you talk about leadership, you think about your boss. The most important leadership is leading you, leading yourself. And then the next step is leading, leading yourself where? To excellence. Right. To excellence. Well, so, and then of course, you should develop at the same time purpose of excellence. So where does your, does your journey take you? Uh, you can't just go, if you, if you go into your car and go somewhere, you have a destination in mind. Yes, sir. You wouldn't get there unless you have it in mind. It's no different than with your life. What is the destination you have? Who, who do you want to be in 10 years from now? Well, think about it very careful. Is, is that really what you want? And once you find where you would like to be, question yourself. Is it of little value? Will it 
serve me well? You. Will it serve the people around me well? Will it serve my family that I may have now or will have in the future? Will it serve society? I, I would recommend that you question yourself too. Depends who you are. You don't have to. Would God approve hmm. of this vision that I have for 10 years from now? Once you have established that, in that moment, you have created purpose in your life. Right. If you, if you, if you just go, now, our ultimate purpose, uh, as for many of us as Christians, for example, is, is eternity. Well, all right. But in this life, you have to have purpose. There are stages that move you there. What's your purpose? What is your, why do you go to work? To fulfill a function? Hmm. or to use that to move toward your purpose. Right. That's why, that's why you don't go to work to work, to fulfill a function. You go to work to create excellence in what you are doing. That right. must be your decision. That's this piece of excellence. And, and, and Hemi, I mean, I, I get into that because I, I've thought about it. I fortunately had mentors that lived that way, from mm. whom I learned excellence to create excellence. Excellence is never an accident. Yeah. It's always the result of high intent. Yeah. So what is the high intent of your life? That's so good. Why are you in 10 years? What's your high intent? For, for example, to give an example, when I started the Ritz-Carlton Hotel Company, I questioned what is my high intent with this company, mm. with my life or with this company? Well, my high intent was to make this company. That was before we had a hotel, all right? Before we had a name. To make this company the finest hotel company in the world. That was my high intent. Without that high intent, I wouldn't have known what to do. Right. No, that's so good. No, I have a high intent. Now I, I was sure I had to select good people mm. had to do everything right. It drove my decision <clears throat> and that's how you have to lead yourself as a company, ask yourself, it doesn't matter. Don't go to work to just work. No, that's so good. Party. Be very careful. If you do that, you sentence yourself to mediocrity, the right. chair on which you're sitting the telephone that you're using, the, the, the computer that you're using, whatever it is you're using, those things fulfill functions. Right. You're a human being. Your function is only there to create, to accomplish a high intent that you have. That's so good. No, I love that. And I love the fact that you say high intent and purpose, because that's exactly the message that we're trying to communicate to young men. So young men listening, we want you to choose a purpose, a high intent, a vision of what you want your life to look like. When business, we talk about having a vision statement and a mission statement, and that's kind of our North Star, what we shoot for, what we're working towards, and that, that, that helps us decide who we bring on board, who we put on the bus, and uh, who we join with to help us reach that goal. So when we're talking about personal leadership, let's break it down. Let's talk about instead of employees, and instead of uh, companies that we're contracting, 
then in our own lives, when we're hoping to have a high intent and live to a higher purpose, where does that come in? And so we're not talking about employees now. We're not talking about partnerships and working together with other companies, but we're talking about self, self. Yeah. Well, let, let me talk about this word purpose. Let me, let me address two things here that, that flow together. Purpose. Even Aristotle already 3000 years ago, and I could name many other philosophers and thinkers who said the same thing, mm. who, 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 who found the same thing in the human being in order, Aristotle said already in order to be fulfilled in life, you need purpose and belonging. Mm. So don't run around without purpose. This is, right. this, this is, this is, I mean, how can you, you, you cannot just stumble around life, you have to develop your purpose, where you want to be, and then start the journey to going there, and always with excellence. And then, of course, you have to work on yourself to be a human being of excellence. What, what does that mean? What, what, right. what is the human being of excellence? Yes. The human being of excellence is a human being who does their very best, not perfect, because none of us is. Mm -hmm. That's the very best in the functions that you fulfill daily. Mm, that's good. Your work and other things that you do. Right. In your relationship and, and so on. Number two, a human being of excellence does their very best in relationships. Mm. All relationships. Right. Even the relationship that you have that you walk by somebody in the corridor. That's an instant of relationship. And then the third thing, of course, human being does their very best in their morality and integrity. Right. Now I would add to it. No, I, I, I hope people don't get turned off and add those things to it. That's just me. I can't talk about somebody else. I would uh, say I would, as a human being, I do my very best spiritually. Mm -hmm. If you put those things together, you talk about a human being of excellence, doing your very best. So, so how, and, and so you, you, you can't just say that you have to manage that. Right. You have to manage that and, and work very hard and then question yourself. I, I, I would recommend that in order to manage it, so everything is accomplished by a process, but how am I doing? How am I going to do that now to become a human being of excellence relative to my functioning? Well, you start this way and that's the, e it's a very easy way, but, but, but people don't do it unless you plan it. Mm. Question yourself once in a way, question yourself. My work, what I would, and all the other things that I'm doing, how could I do them better? Mm. If you walk out of a meeting, right. of how could I have done it better? In your relationships, you should ask yourself very often, how could I do that better? How could I do that better? How could I have in this meeting talked better? How did I, if, if I say one word too many, I'm obnoxious. If I say one word too little, I don't seem to care. Right. Stop away, step away quite often and say, how could I have worked that relationship better? Everything is in life, or life is relationship, by the way. There's a lot to do with relationship. Right. So, and, and then of course, more in question, question yourself, how can I do better? If you truly question yourself, I would schedule it. I schedule for myself that I question myself four times a day. How could I have had my relationship better? If I walk by somebody, if I talk to somebody, if I had a meeting mm -hmm. and, and at least once a week, how to, could I do, do my job better? And, and let me, let me take this even further now so that it's, it's not only work, including 
your relationship with your wife. Question yourself, how could I do better? In fact, sit down with your wife and say, how could I be a better husband? Now you are working, improving the ultimate, the most important relationship in your life. That's in your marriage. That's the most important. And that relationship is not up to your wife, guys. It's up to you. Right. Not you know, don't, don't look at your wife. It's you. Right. Now, you know, you question yourself. Question yourself. Am I in love with the imperfections of my wife? Mm. How can I be a better husband to my wife? And, right. and now you're taking the, and you're taking the institution, the only institution that's got ordained, by the way, marriage. Mm -hmm. Take, and, the more, and the institution that has the most impact in the happiness of your life, you're taking that to another level of excellence. So, and, and the same thing, do at work, with your friendship, with all those things. If you keep on moving that upwards, you will be fulfilled in life. Wow. And that's it. That's the goal, right? That's the goal that we're all working towards, especially here at Purpose Project, is that men would be living fulfilled lives because fulfilled lives are more productive lives. Uh, for everyone around. And I, so what I hear you saying, Mr. Schulte, as far as applying excellence in our lives, it takes first being willing to ask the hard questions, it's, even if it means it, it's exposing some of our weak points, and two, willing to do something about it. I don't know why, but very first, you have to say your intent. Your intent, in that. what's your intent in your life? I mean, the, the flapping around without having clear really defined intent. That's where I want to be in, 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 in 10 years from now. Yes. Forever. And then take the next steps. How could I apply it? Who am I? And, and who, who am I in, in relative? Those are the things that, that it's, it's, it's functioning in relationships, in morality and integrity. Question yourself where you are. And then questions, how do I improve it? And, and I'm, I'm submitting, of course, you have to learn, read the books and so on, all that, obviously. But the greatest way of improving is to question yourself and tweak it. Don't look for the big answers. They're not, they're not left, okay? Right. But you can tweak yourself constantly and have constant, consequently have continuous improvement in who you are. Right. Oh, I love that. I love the fact that you say tweak because I think you're right. When talking about changing, I think guys want, they see who they are and they see who they want to be and they think they have to become that in one step. You can. And no. that's... It's not, and that's discouraging. And so I think making those small adjustments, improving little by little, and and keeping a scorecard if you have to keep. Yeah, track. sure. If you have a journal, use a Bravo. journal, gentlemen. And, uh, and and write down the improvements daily, and and that kind of gives you a scorecard to see: Am I moving forward, or or can I improve? Bravo. Yeah. Bravo. It 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 it's a. We are on a beautiful journey. We, we, and, but, but we cannot leave this journey strictly to, to luck or coincidence. And it's not, your destiny is not luck. Like this is not, your destiny is simply the decisions that you make. And the first decision is to me, where am I going to go? Who am I? How am I going to improve it? Those, those are the, and then I'm going to apply it. Those are all decisions. Again, uh, uh, coming back to, uh, I like to give that as an example because it's such a simple example. Because most of us have a relationship, or we married, maybe. And when you come to my age, you see, mm. I'm married, married for nearly forty-five years. Amen. But I am still in love with my wife. 
I, I don't just love my wife. I'm in love. Yeah, I made true. that, you see, I made that decision a long time ago. But then I have to apply, and this goes with everything, of marriage or with everything. Then I have to apply steps to be sure it actually happens. And I still work on that. I drive to right. home, to my, to my home where I am. We happen to have a gate before I get on, on my property. And that gate opens. And while I'm sitting in the car, I thank God for my wife. I think how wonderful my wife is and how I can't wait to take her in my arm. Right. So I am working and conditioning that beautiful feeling of love with my wonderful wife. Awesome. I don't just wait for it to happen. I do something about it. Right. And most people sit around, wait for something to happen. Don't, don't, don't wait, make a decision. That's it. And don't take steps on it. Absolutely. Now you, you, you are obviously a, a professional man. You've been in business for many years and you've seen a lot of people come through your business, uh, move up from the, through the ranks. Uh, can you speak to, to that? Uh, especially for the young man who is oh, maybe yeah. in a profession and who wants to move up and he wants to move up in the business. He wants to make more money. He wants to become a better professional. You should. Where does, where does excellence play in that? And how realistic is it that he's going to advance if he pursues excellence? No, uh, uh, you're talking about young, young men that are listening. I, uh, let me tell you all, each one of you, it's impossible to fail. If you apply the right steps, simple as that. In, in, in your profession, look at it twofold and set yourself a commitment of excellence every day. I wrote a long, long, long time ago when I was kind of laundering. Somebody had my first job, I was 14. And my boss at the time, the maitre d' of the hotel, I was a busboy said the first day, now tomorrow, you show up, come to work for the first day at 7 a.m. And he made it clear, I, if I meant one minute after seven, I would tell you so. And he said, and, the, and then don't come to work, come to work to create excellence. That went over my head at the time. Mm -hmm. I learned over the next few years working with him what excellence is. It's, it's to have a commitment to, to be excellent in what you're doing and continues to improve. That's my point earlier. Take the function that you do in the relationship at work and continue to improve them. And if you do that, you will accelerate. You will, it will be recognized sooner or later. And don't be one minute late, be, be five minutes early. Be committed of excellence in what you're doing. And don't look at, look at it. You don't go there for the functioning. You go there to, for the accomplishing, to go, go, whatever it is, washing dishes, all right, go there and learn to create excellence in washing dishes. One of my mentors was a dishwasher, mm. a very, a, a young man. And I, I, I watched him, I, I didn't, I said, I thought he was lazy because he always looked so clean. E.B., I referred to him in my book. Ibi, and he, he was, was it, is he lazy? Is he not working? And I asked his boss, he said, no, he's proud. He's the best dish was I have. And he got promoted and promoted, and he's a hotel manager now. He was a refugee from Nairobi, mm -hmm. coming as a dishwasher. Right. Now, 
I can give other examples like that. He didn't come to work to wash dishes. He came to work to be excellent in what he was doing. That's, That's a decision he made. That's a decision you make. That's or it. just do things. That's it. That's it. That's the message, Lou. I, I'm glad you brought up that story of Evie because that's the story that I read in the book that really impacted me. And I think a lot of young people can resonate with just coming from the bottom, working your way up through just by simply being excellent at what you're doing and pursuing that excellence and how, how he rose the ranks. But that's more than just your work ethic. And, and that's something that I kind of want to segue into our next pr principle, which is be a gentleman. Because when you identify as a gentleman, then you naturally do the things that a gentleman does. Or when you created that, the slogan of ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen for the Ritz Carlton, I don't believe that it was just a gimmick that you did to kind of make people feel good about themselves. Oh. But you had a higher intent even in that Exactly. And I knew identity and it's from that identity that they now live lives of excellence. Is it not? Yeah, of course. And, you know, every one of you has to, you, I don't, I, I'm confused why people don't understand that. Look, where do you spend most of your waking life? It's at work. Simple as that. And please hear what I'm saying now. This is so important. This is so important. And it's there at life, at work, while you're making a living and creating, but at the same time, you have the chance right there more than anywhere else to define yourself. Define yourself as a person of excellence or, or you human being of mediocrity. That's it. You define yourself. You define yourself at every hello. With every response, with every action that you take, you define yourself. With your appearance, with everything, you define yourself. So, who are you? Who you want to be? Well, show it. Show that's who you are. And with everything you do, a person of excellence. And, and, and that's what, I'm, what I meant earlier. And if you do that, and, and, and you are five minutes early, you define yourself as reliable right there. You do everything timely, you find, you, you define yourself as reliable and trustworthy. You, you, if somebody, if the boss asks you something that is unusual to do, you say, I'm happy to, not why me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you work that the way and then make up your mind, anybody you, that you create for yourself a great work environment. You create a work environment, it's not created by the company you work for, it's created by you. If you say friendly, hello, good morning, John, how are you today? Susie, nice to see you. Pretty soon they say the same to you. Pretty soon they're actually happy to see you because you're creating. You are defining yourself every moment. And if you do those things right, and then you question yourself, how can I do it better? Question yourself, tweak it. And you will be, and pretty soon it will be seen. Pretty soon you will get your award. The first one that, the first award you're gonna get you start to realize, I mean, I'm doing well. That's the first reward. And then somebody else will say it to you. And then you get your first promotion, just like E.B. did. Dishwasher. Mm. Because he was so well, so friendly, so nice, so clean, so reliable. He got his first promotion to assistant Veda uh, 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 in room service, and then Veda, and then, then uh, supervisor, and so on and so on, till he's general manager in a hotel. That's amazing. 
That's amazing. Amazing. I I love the fact that it starts with an identity. And um, in, in in our 21 principles, principle 21, which says be a gentleman, is the only principle that is definitive, that is be. All the other ones are actions and things that we do because I believe that everything flows from your identity. And so that's, we almost have this backwards, right? Excellence is not, is not something you do. It's, it's who you are. Yeah. Uh, and so man of excellence, a person of excellence is a person of excellence and they do things excellently. Uh, it's not just what they do. It's who they are. And, and again, what, what is, what's your high intent about you? Mm-hmm. Have, have a high intent, but if you, but if you, as you go on and you are your department head and a leader in your high intent, you always have to question yourself too. Like I give that simple example, like, like Ritz Carlton, my high intent was I'm going to create a finest hotel company in the world. Mind you, again, we didn't have a hotel at the time. I started hiring my first employees and I said, join me and create the finest hotel company in the world. But prior to letting that out of me, sharing it, I questioned myself, is this high intent good for all concerned? Mm. That's a moral question you have to ask yourself. Is it good for the investors? It has to be, otherwise there will be no company. I mean, if it is around work. Number two, is it good for every employee? Number three, is it good for the customer? Number four, is it good for society as a whole? Once I answer my question, it is good for all concerned. It may, you have the question, is it good for my family? Whatever you, you, your high intent is. Once you know it's good for every, all concerned, you don't know what to do. And then you cannot compromise it anymore. That's why I called my book, Excellence uh, Wins and Working Without Compromising. You cannot give up on it anymore. I have, in fact, I would have, as a leader, I have no more moral right to, to, to compromise my, my high intent of creating the finest hotel company in the world, because I would be gone against every employee because everybody, every employee would benefit if you're the best, et cetera, et cetera. I had no more right to compromise it. That's it. That's powerful. I love that. Gentlemen, just once again, talking about the book, it's called Excellence Wins. You can pick it up anywhere. You pick up your books on Amazon, uh, Audible. I've had, I've listened to it like three times on Audible and I've read it twice already. It's that good. I definitely recommend it to you. Excellence wins and no nonsense guide to becoming the best in the world of compromise. So definitely encourage you to pick up a coffee, gentlemen. Once again, it's not just applicable to business or your professional life, but also your personal life. Take it from me. It's a lot of these principles that I've learned from this book, I've applied to my life. And some of the principles that we teach here at Purpose Projects have come from this book. So definitely recommend it. Mr. Schultz, thank you for your time. I know we're coming to the end of our time together here, and I wish we could spend the entire day together because there's so much we could unpack still in regards to these principles. But I, I want to turn this over to you and just let you finish out our time, if you don't mind, uh, with just a message that you would have for the young men listening to encourage them, to challenge them, maybe wherever they may be in their lives, maybe something, a message that you would want to encourage uh, a, your grandson with and say, these are the principles that I would want to leave with you as you move forward. So thank you once again. I want to thank you for your time. And I'm just going to turn it over to you and let you close out our time together, Mr. Schulte. Well, I, I kind of will repeat what has been touched on here. I do not live an, an empty life without great purpose. 
and, de- and understand in life, you constantly define yourself. And, and it should be a pleasure to define yourself relative to what, you, what your high intent is and work on it and accept on it. But, but don't hope that happens. Make a real plan. I, 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 I can tell you that for years, when I was beginning in, in, my in, in the industry, I wrote on the mirror where I shaved in the morning, go to work for excellence to remind myself, I don't just go there to fulfill a function, like a chair again, that is sit and fulfills a function. To remind myself, I'm a human being that has to create, has to reach higher and create excellence in what I'm doing. And don't think excellence can only be a crib if you're an artist or if you're a boss. No, as I touched on, it doesn't matter what you do in life. Fulfill yourself and do it with excellence and you will find a a life of fulfillment. Finally, one more time, I know I said it, it's so important. Your destiny is not by chance. Your destiny depends on the decisions that you make. So make decisions, make decisions of high intent. I want to thank you for listening. I am truly grateful for you and for the gift of your time. I would like to ask you to do me a huge favor. If you have found this content valuable, will you please consider subscribing, reviewing, and sharing this podcast with others? This will help us grow our community and reach more men with this message. On a personal note, if we don't know each other, or if you have any ideas for future guests and or topics, please reach out to me. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at PurposeProjectXXI or by email at PurposeProjectXXI at gmail.com. So, gentlemen, until next time, this is Ozzy Ortiz leading the way and challenging you to live with purpose, to make an impact, and experience fulfilled lives. Love you.